Let's us verify who is this podcaster and where is he. Yeah, you can't just do this stuff and, uh, without identifying yourself. Yeah. Yeah, who are you and why are you doing this podcast? Yeah. Well, we'll find that out. Basically, I'm reading the Sufi poetry, or the Urdu Sufi poetry of Buddha Shah. Well, yeah, well, why don't you, can't you identify something from, about him? Like, uh, when is he born, even? My God. Can't you say something? <laughs> yeah, well, can't you identify him? Yeah, well, who is he? Is he a poet from the 17th century, Punjab? <laughs> Yeah, and I thought he was Saeed. He's a Saeed Abdullah Shah Kadri. Oh, he's a, a Saeed, popularly known as Bula Shah and Bula, and was a Persian philosopher and Sufi poet during the 17th century. His first spiritual teacher was Shah Inarak Kudari, a Sufi Masjid of Lahore. He was a mystic poet and is universally regarded as the father of Punjabi enlightenment. Yeah, that's just from Wikipedia. And he's born 1680. Pakistan died 1757. Pakistan. Oh, it's Pakistani. What's Tasawuf? Well, that's the word they use for Sufism, I guess. Oh, now I understand better. Okay. Yeah, you should read more of this stuff. I might understand it. Mas, mas, mayor. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now it makes more sense. Let's identify who is the lover and where he is. Well, he's, um, he is Bula Shah. He's actually Saeed. Abdullah Shah Qadri. He's a Saeed, which means he's a descendant from the Prophet. But Mike Mohammed, but but I am I haven't identified uh, myself as uh, descending from the prophet, even though I have um, something like is it point two or point five or I have a small percentage of my genes from the Middle East, really. So you're an Arab, uh, yeah. Well, no, it's. <laughs> It's from Northern Africa. There's something. It was something. It's not very much. It's like 0.2%. You know, everybody comes out of Africa. Yeah. Yeah, everybody descends from two people born in Africa. Like Adam and Eve. And that's science. This is science. This isn't. I'm not reading from the Bible. Oh. Oh, I see. No, I'm just reading from scientific reports here. So I'm identifying myself as a DNA code identified persona. Yeah, my uh, my identity is that of from a 23andMe, which is exact. Yeah, everything I do here is absolutely exact and scientific. <laughs> 23andMe. Oh, so you're not just a goofy uh, 
Uh, goofy mystic poetry reader. You're an exact scientist. Yes. Oh, okay. And you read from Wikipedia. Is that exact? <laughs> yeah, that's extremely scholastic and exact. Oh, I thought it wasn't, and some people criticized it. Yeah. Well, yeah, then nothing is exact. Okay. Even 23 and me, the GNA code is only an estimate, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but I am, um, we verify who is the lover. Yeah, he is about 40% uh, English and Irish, let's say. And he's 20% about uh, French and German. Oh, then why don't you read this in French? And or read it and translate it to German, or, or why? Uh, why don't you read it in English, or why aren't you reading it in Urdu? And how much do you have from India? But you don't have very much, so how could you read the Urdu? Yeah. What's to verify who is the lover and where he is? Well, he's he is in uh, the Bula was in Pakistan at the time and. Uh, and uh, it's not Pakistan. There was no such thing as Pakistan at that time. What's wrong with you? Well, all right, so he's in the Punjab. Yeah. Um, and I'm in uh, Queens, New York. Why you thought you said New York? Or is it Queens or is it New York? What's the difference? Oh, well, this is similar to Punjab and Pakistan. Uh, yeah. Well, wait a minute. I thought your GPS was like, even it's confused. Yeah. At one minute, it'll say East Elmhurst. Then it'll say Flushing. Then it'll say Jackson Heights. Then it'll say Queens. Then it'll say New York. So, are you all of those things? Or is it this just the GPS is not exact and is not scientific? Yeah. Yeah, it's not accurate, uh, Oh, my God, you're kidding me. Yeah, that's why I live in East Elmhurst and Jackson Heights and Flushing and Queens and New York. Huh. Oh, is it the postman is mixed up? or Are you trying to mix us up? No, I'm trying to identify where he is. But you're saying you can't identify very well because the postman is so kind of cuckoo, yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying uh, we better stick to mystical poetry and not try to find the answer in science. Okay, then, then read poetry instead, okay. Let's verify who is the lover and where he is. The moment I fell in love, I lost my creed. Yeah, what happened is... Uh, I lost my, when I fell in love, I lost my creed. Yeah, I lost my uh, beliefs and uh, I lost all my preconceptions. They were erased. Oh, really? What happened to you? you the moment I fell in love, I lost my creed. Oh, yeah, is that when you lost your... Uh, uh, conviction to only one religion and adopted all of them yeah I became interested in you when you fall in love let's say you reach 
initial enlightenment or get initiated or you are interested in the path of the master send you they they present the path in with evidence from all religions so you could become interested in all religions and you might if you you were in the default religion of Americans which is Protestant materialism I was a materialist I believed in the per the meaning of material things so I lost my belief in materialism the moment I fell in love I lost my creed yeah, I realize that maybe Protestantism is actually just capitalism. Yeah. Wow, you're pretty mean. That's a pretty rough thing to say about the Protestants. Well, if you do uh, brains, if you count their thoughts about what they're thinking about and just do a statistical scientific analysis of what they're thinking about, they're thinking about most of the time materialistic things. Oh, okay. So you're saying scientifically, on uh, a scientific analysis of thought counts, that they're thinking about their making money and their car and their house and that they are materialist. Yeah. So I lost my creed. The moment I fell in love, I lost my creed. God gave me a new identity. Yeah. I was given a new identity. and. Uh, I was given five charged names, and I became identified with them. God gave me a new identity. He is closer than the juggler vein. It's believed. Yeah, the Muslims believe that God is actually closer to you than your juggler vein, because wherever you are, if you're somebody, he's probably up in the third eye, or he's everywhere, and that's uh, closer than your juggler vein. <laughs> <laughs> Where is God in this podcast? Okay, the moment. Air became herself, the Ranja youth. In the absence of God, our problems created. Yeah, in the absence of God, our problems created. So, yeah, the process of not being in meditation is called the absence of God. And when you're in the absence of God, are problems created so in the absence of God which is in a mystical state of enlightenment with your mind stopped in the absence of God is when your mind continues to think are problems created in the absence of God are problems created they there are not many who know this truth yeah and very few people know about this so, hmm. That's why I'm podcasting this. Oh, really? You making Hugo? Or what is all that? Oh, she is. She, she uh, knows the truth of the importance, importance of vegetarian juice. Because she's uh, fell in love with him. There are not many who know this truth that one should be a vegetarian or a vegan, even better. There are not many who know this truth, except for my wife knows the truth about 
veganism. Oh, she's a vegan? Yeah. In the absence of a vegan diet, are problems created? There are many who know many... Are, there are not many who know this truth. Oh, okay. The people made him say, Anohaka. Anohaka. That's like... Uh, it's either Persian or Arabic or... The people made him say, Mansur would not go about bragging. They called himself Mula and made muck. They made, they call themselves, they call themselves Mula and make muck which is M-U-C-K. Monster would not go about bragging. They call themselves Mula and made muck. Okay. Yeah, we had, uh, they have muck, uh, which is like black uh, dirt. Uh, they called it muck up in Sowerville, Sowerville, Ohio. Near Willard, it's muck. Uh, yeah, they called themselves Moulin. I called myself a Moolah, and I went to Sowerville to make mock. In the face of Kasi and Sarah Norm, Shah accepts only the truth. Yeah, when I come into the the face of the of the Kasi or. Even if I'm around a mosque uh, and I see the Quran and I see the face of a Kazi and there's Sarah law, there's the law, Islamic law, Bullishah are me, only accepts only the truth. I don't, ex I only accept uh, the truth from the path of the masters, which is sort of a sant mat, S-A-N-T. Mat, the truth that's coming from like uh, Guru Nanak and Kabir. Oh, really? Oh, what about uh, why are you reading this Sufism though? Well, I accept the the truth from Bua Shah. Oh, oh, so he's accepted. In, yeah, he's uh, included in the parampara. He's included in the truth because uh, he is an enlightened Sufi saint. Yeah. In the face of Kazi and Sara Norm, Bulasha accepts only the truth. God does justice in every house at every farm. Yeah, and he's, God does his own justice at every farm. In every home, too. So... We gotta remember that it's all up to God, not Sarah nor Sariat law of the Kazi. Yeah. So you accept the truth of God, but not of the mosque. Oh my God. Ooh. Let's verify who is the lover and where he is. Yeah. So we figured out that he's he's in the Punjab, which. Maybe actually Pakistan, and he's in Queens, and that may actually just be New York, or it could be East Elmhurst, or Jackson Heights, or Flushing, and uh, and uh, he's uh, 
was born a Christian, but he's not. He only accepts the truth coming from his master. And Bua Shah was born like a Sayyid, a descendant of the Prophet. And but he doesn't accept his Sariatwa. He accepts only the truth. Okay. So we're only giving the truth in this podcast. So. So now that we've verified who is the podcaster and where he is and who is the poet and where he's from, yeah. Though well, that's good that you finally identified him a little bit. <laughs> Do you feel more you comfortable on who is the lover and where he is? Yeah, I'm trying to continue to verify who is the podcaster. Or who is the poet, or who is the reader of this poetry? Or who is the poet, and where is he from? Yeah. Well, yeah, why didn't you tell us that in the beginning? Why do you wait till the waiter in the book? Yeah, we wanted to know. And though, it's funny, the one, the one caption called him a 17th century poet, and then this one calls him an 18th century poet. Well, he's... Yeah, well, he's between 1680 and 1757, so he's sort of a 17th and an 18th century poet. Well, he could be an 18th century, and maybe he started writing later. Yeah, well, you're not identifying it, can't you? Nail him down, no. Well, he's he's, he's called Bula Shah, and B-U-L-L-E-H-S-H-A-L, and she's... This the one point they call him a Punjabi philosopher. So is he a Punjabi philosopher? Or? I thought he was from Pakistan. Well, hmm. He's known popularly as Bulasha, but his name is Said Abdullah Shah Khadri. Oh, can you pronounce that in Persian? Or? Or in Punjabi. Or, do you know Punjabi? I thought you had read the Guru Granth and knew Punjabi. Well, yeah, I'm not very... No, I don't know. And then what's this here? Bulila. Bulila. Yeah. Huh. He's a Sufi poet. And his spiritual teacher was Shah Inarat Kudjuri, a Sufi Mursid of Lahore. So, interesting, a Mursid is sort of very Muslim, too. So, most of his material, even though he's familiar with Hindu stuff, identifies with both, most of his background is from the Islamic side. He was a mystic poet and is universally regarded as the father of Punjabi enlightenment. He lived and was buried in Khazar. He was born in 1680 in Uchka. Uka. U-C-H in the Mughal Empire. Present-day Punjab, Pakistan. Okay. So, is it Punjab or Pakistan? It's Punjab in Pakistan. After his early education, he went to Lahore, where he met Inuit Aryan and became his disciple. Due to unexpected reasons, Shah Dawash had to move to 
Malakwal, a village of Sahiwa. Later, when Bhushan was six years old, his family moved to Pandak, which is 50 miles east of Khazar. Bhushan was schooled by his father along with the other children of the village. Most sources confirm that Bhushan had to work as a child and adolescent herder in the village. Yeah. When I was a child, I had to work on the farm. Oh, you did? Yeah, my, my father didn't really encourage... He wasn't really that happy when you went out for sports in the high school because a farmer needs his children to work on the farm. And I was an adolescent herder in the village, so... So I came from a small village uh, of Stuben, and uh, and I herded the often would herd the sheep, uh, and sometimes I went out to to feed the cut cattle. I took two, as a small kid, adolescent, I would take two full five-gallon pails in one in each hand, and I was only a young adolescent. And I would go out and feed the cattle. The cattle would stand like, uh, big cattle, they would stand like eight, ten feet tall. And I would be like only, say, four and a half feet. <laughs> and I would climb up and dump the cattle feed in. You did? Yeah, that was isn't that scary for a young adolescent herder? Yeah. I was an adolescent herder. Exactly the same as Bulesha. From a small village of Stuben in Willard. It is confirmed that he received his higher education in Kassar. And I received my higher education in Cincinnati. Some historians claim that Bulesha received his education as a highly reputed madrasa run by Hafez Kalam Murtaska, where he taught for the sometime after his graduation. After his early education, he went to Lahore, where he met Inarat Ari and became his disciple. <sighs> yeah, that's who's Inarat. Uh, he died in 1757 at the age of 77 and was buried in Qasr, where he had spent most of his life and uh, was built over his grave. He was declared non-Muslim. Yeah, he's, you were saying he's Muslim, but he was declared non-Muslim. And the same thing happened to me. Like, I had did a lot of podcasts and Muslim stuff, and I had read the Quran and all these things. But people declared me a non-Muslim. Okay. He was declared non-Muslim by a few literalist mullah of Qasr, and they had claimed it was prohibited to offer the funeral prayer of Bulashah due to Kufr Wat Fawat allegations put on him by extremists. Yeah, a, a number of extremist uh, Muslims did not like my podcast, so it was forbidden. Uh, so like in Pakistan and certain Muslim countries, my podcast is forbidden. Oh my God. You're kidding me. Well, if they knew it was forbidden, they might want to hear it. So I'm saying it's forbidden. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> they, there now they want to listen to it because the uh, extremists don't like it.
His prayer, funeral prayer was led by blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. That makes sense that you're similar to him, I guess. Because you're a barbarian. I can see that. We're still trying to figure out who is this podcaster. Yeah, I mean, people are trying to figure out who themselves are, not... They don't want to know who Pulisha is. Yeah. They want to know who myself is. Uh, what? Oh, you found him? No, no, no. Oh, that's August. You like it? It's the case. Where's Davies? Davies? This other one is better, Amar. You want a sticker? She needs a stick for hiking. We could even come prior Olga some bueno ones. If you want them, you can have them. Omar, if you want. Where's Davies? In the coche? ¿Cuál es mejor? This is más mejor. Este no. That was no. No? It's heavy, isn't it? Oh, if you like it. It actually plays music. <laughs> it's like a hiking <laughs> stick. It's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. This whole podcast to talk about a hiking stick that plays music it seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. A hiking stick that plays music. This podcast is ridiculous. And it's also been banned. One of the reasons why it gets so much listening time from Pakistan is because it's been banned there. So, so the old mullahs don't like it, but the young people, they're the ones who are really listening to the Internet, so they, they listen to it. So it's listened to. Oh, is that why they listen to it in Pakistan and India? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's generally not not liked by the Christians, so there's hardly any following in the U.S. because it's uh, been banned by the Christians. So. But um, but not in Concord, Massachusetts, because I yeah, I'm very pro uh, Henry David Thoreau and the Transcendentalism. And it's also like it's not banned in Japan because I did so much um, podcast of uh, Basha, of, of uh, haiku poetry in Basha, and it's very, very favorable to Japan, and and uh, and it's very, very, it's very favorable towards the Buddhist. Oh, oh, the Buddhists never banned you? No, the Buddhist, uh, they don't ban anybody. And it's pro-Buddhist. Is that why you're pro-Buddhist? Yeah. But you're pro-everything and stuff, and you... Yeah, you're, you have pride of universalism. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... Um, uh, we are talking about Buddha's poetry. And... Uh, Busha lived after the Punjabi Sufi poet and saint uh, Fariduddin Kanshakar, 1179-1266, and lived in the same period as other Punjabi Sufi poet Sultan Bahu, B-A-H-U, 
1629 to 1691. Yeah, actually, I read him. He's pretty good. I read a little bit of him. Well, how could you just read a little bit? Is that because you only had a little bit? Or? I don't know. <laughs> but, bahu, boo, because it sounded like boo, because we're identifying who is the podcaster and where's he from. Well, his nickname in a way is bahu, boo, or ba, similar to bahu, <laughs> boo. Bahu. <laughs> uh, why do you have a cup from Puerto Rico? Are you from? Are you Puerto Rican? Or mm-hmm. How do I identify the wife of the podcaster? No, you're from Colombia. Okay. You Colombiano or Puerto Rican? <laughs> you like Puerto Rico? No, not so much. No. You don't know what you like. You like Colombia? You love Colombia? Colombia. No, mm. You want to go to Mexico? <laughs> no, Mexico. Que quiero, que vamos. Mm. Remember that guy went to Guatemala? We met a Guatemalan. <laughs> so, we're trying to identify. No, Colombia mejor. Yeah, is the podcaster somebody where he's from or where he's gonna go? Guatemala. In the future. Vamos para Guatemala. Yeah, I am... My identity is that of my future. Oh, so that makes you Colombian? Or? <laughs> Guatemala, more. Guatemala. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thought we were going to Key West. <laughs> so hot there. Doesn't make any sense to go to Florida, except for in the winter. Then it's too cold. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the fall or spring or something. That the falls are beautiful in Maine, no? Well, his life fan overlapped with the po- Punjabi poet Waris Shah, um, Er Ranja's fame, and the Sindhu Sufi poet Abdul Hawab, better known by his pen name Shacho Sarmashta. Then Urdu. Mangaldu Pus Pusha lived 400 miles away from Mir, Taki Mir. Wow. Um, he, was, uh, he was in Delhi. I actually have read Mir, Taki Mir. So. He called him an Urdu poet. Mir, Taki Mir isn't entirely Sufi, I don't think. He's, he spent a lot of time in love with his girlfriend. <laughs> Um, but he's from Delhi. What? Are we going to the Poets Walk? Poets Walk. They have a hike uh, up near Rhinebeck with the Poets Walk where we're going to walk with this poetry. That, so that's how I identify. I am a hiker who reads poetry. Oh, is that who you are? Yeah. Mir Taki Mir. Well, if you're 400 miles away, he's a long ways from Delhi. I didn't know that it's so far away, the Punjab is so far from Delhi. Bhuvasha practiced the Sufi tradition of Punjabi poetry established by the poets Hasha, Shah Hussain, Sultan Bahu, and Shah Sarat. Yeah, to get this, you could just look at Wikipedia. Hmm. 
Uh, just read the book. Just read the manual. Okay. Yeah, read the manual to this podcast. Come chocolate caliente. They have the films. <laughs> What films does he have? Huh? Hmm. Thanks, Amor. I'll, I'll drink my chocolate. She's quite a delicious wife uh, with her chocolate. <laughs> so, we'll just look, read the manual. <laughs> I propitiate not, my lord, with magic and divination. Yeah, I'm not using magic or divination in this podcast. But I like to propitiate, propitiate the Lord in this podcast. Are you propitiating the Lord? Yeah, I'm promoting God himself in this podcast. Oh, wow. That's good. That's good karma. Well, yeah, I should hope so. I want to propagate some good stuff. It's muy carne hadamor. Here is, this is actually leche. This is leche. You care leche? Huh? There's leche here. No cafe. Uh, no cafe? No care? You care tea? We could make tea. Actually, this would be good with Earl Grey tea. The negro tea? No? No negros? Whoa. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, it's not gordo. I mean, only a little. Only a little. Like Davy. Davy's mucho. <laughs> Olga's only a little, and Davy's a lot. Uh oh. You're propagating fatness by eating too much. You better propagate. Propitiate the Lord instead. Yeah, I should focus on God instead of my stomach. Yeah, all you think about is food. Why don't you grow up? All these years of practice and all these years of meditation and you haven't learned anything. No. I propitiate not my Lord with magic and divination. Yeah, so I'm not actually propitiating the Lord with magic and divination. Yes, I'm not propitiating. Yeah, you can't propitiate the Lord with magic and divination. Yeah, you're not supposed to use magic, but you have magic words. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not really magic, but... I shall do away with necromancy. I'm doing away with ne necromancy because I'm I'm not gonna use it because I don't even know what it means. Because so I <laughs> yeah. So so far you're illiterate and uh, and you're not using magic. So what are you gonna do in this podcast? Yeah, I shall do away with necromancy. I'll generate the energy of the sun in me. So, my, yeah, my purpose is I don't care about the Lord. All I want is energy for myself. Yeah. 
I'll generate the energy of the sun in me. Yeah, I want to do that. I, I don't want to buy Tesla stock. I just want the energy of the sun in me. Yeah. I don't want to get solar panels, really, because how am I going to get, how can I get this energy of the sun in me? Yeah. I don't want it outside of me. I'll generate the energy of the sun in me. The Kohl's, not coal, not Kohl's department store. I'm not going shopping. The coal of my eyes, the, the K-O-H-L. Yeah, what does the coal, what is Kohl's? Is that a store? Or what's Kohl's? The coal of my eyes. Well, maybe there's, you should look it up. Uh, yeah, we figured out that you, you didn't, uh, were illiterate in English. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and you tried to, to go into the field of Spanish and Urdu, and, and so far, you're not very successful. No. The coal of my eyes will serve as dark clouds. Oh. Yeah, and somehow the dark the coal of my eyes is is creating dark clouds over the energy of the sun in this podcast. And my brows will spit fire. Wow. Something's going on in this poem, so and what's a coal? It's not a department store. That shows how illiterate you are as an American, yeah. Well, Americans aren't very educated because they, they watch television and stuff like that. And, you know, their brains aren't functioning well. That's, yeah, well, at least you admit it. Yeah. I admit to the def- deficiency. A coal is a black powder, usually antimony sulfite. And... Uh, Lead sulfite used as eye makeup, especially in eastern countries. Okay, so it's eye makeup. So it is Kohl's, it turns out, because you buy your eye makeup at Kohl's. <laughs> the eye makeup at Kohl's of my eyes will serve as dark clouds. Yeah, they. when I'm shopping, it creates a covering over my soul from shopping, and it makes me stupid, and then it covers the energy of the sun in me. And my brows will spit fire. I have nothing else except my physical charm. Yeah, and I don't really have anything. I don't really have anything but my physical charm. Yeah, the only thing I really have is the charm of this podcast. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, you have a charming, uh, quite fairly beautiful wife now. So you shouldn't say say that yeah she's quite attractive uh, yeah you have the physical charm of your wife uh, I, <laughs> yeah you look be- beautiful and you're not very gordo at all only a little mm. only a little yeah. we can together we can get, go on a, no we can I, Davey could lose weight and uh I have nothing except the physical charm of my wife. I shall exploit it to the utmost, and I will exploit 
Yeah, well, this is what we're talking about, is how, how are you going to generate the energy of the sun in you and exploit your wife to the utmost? I shall exploit it to the utmost. Hmm. Yeah, actually, I could use the physical strength I have left in my old age uh, between the ages of 60 and 70. Yeah, you could use, yeah, you could use the uh, prime of your retirement for meditation. Yeah, I will exploit the prime of my retirement for the utmost, to the utmost to generate the energy of the sun in me. Wow. You can do that? <laughs> what is it, Amor? You can make tea over there. Or we can go down. You you want a bajo? Or, or, do you know how? Tea here? Right there is tea. Yeah, I'm going to exploit the coffee machine to the utmost. Uh, in this podcast, I'm exploiting. I'm right now. That that is taste. It's only negro tay. They have verde tay abajo. Verde, You want David to go down abajo or Olga abajo or Pentigo? We can go down together. I'll go down. You like this? You así. can go like that. You may be too beautiful. No, así no. Mal. You can go like that. It's okay. That's no wrong. It's very, it's a nice, uh, she's a nice looking woman. You should not exploit her to the utmost. Uh, no. Well, I, I want to exploit my own physical body while it's not falling apart completely. To generate the energy of the sun in me. Yeah, well, that's the purpose of retirement. Yeah, well, that people are not educated properly. So they're not generating the energy of the sun uh, in them. Yeah, I'm going to go down, okay? Let's go together. I have seven oceans in my heart. Wow. Seven oceans in your heart? I have seven oceans in my heart. Uh, wow. That's a lot. What do you have? <laughs> That's your breakfast? Cura? I don't... No, I don't cura mucho. A little. A little. A little. Only a little. You're hungry? <laughs> She's Kira. She has seven oceans in her heart. Uh, really? Well, if you do, then she does. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. You have seven oceans. I have seven oceans. And how are you going to take a boat out on at the ocean if you have seven oceans? Hmm. Hmm. What's that got to do with the price of the beans? And <clears throat> Well, I can exploit it to the utmost. I have seven oceans in my heart. 
Seems you're stuck on that phrase. The tide will pulsate from my inside. Yeah, the tide right now is pulsating in this podcast from my inside. The tide will pulsate from my inside. Oh, my God. Mm. Read it. Yeah. You can hear the sound of the roar of the ocean on the inside by one of the sounds of the music of the spheres or the nam or the logos or the logos or or utgid or shabda or sonorous light or uh, more. Mm. I don't like Ross that much. It's okay, I guess. It's okay. What else do we have? We have we have um, granola, but no. You can put it with 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 leche or milk. We have no yogurt. Maybe mustardi. We get some yogurt. Mm. Mm, actually, I like it now. Mm. It's like a kira mas. All right, so it's bueno. It's pulsating though. She pulsates in my heart. The tide will pulsate from my inside. I have seven oceans in my heart. Wow, that's a lot. The tide will pulsate from my inside. Yeah, after seeing the, it's not surprising after seeing the fireworks and and Kingston uh, waterfront. I could see why there would be a pulsate in your heart. Huh? Mm. Wow. Mm. Yeah, we went to Gin- Golden Ginza, and uh, it's a Japanese restaurant. And it seems we get along well with Japanese restaurants because they're the least corrupt restaurants. Oh, really? They're the healthiest in a way. Oh, bueno? Oh, you like it? You will have this tea more for you. She wanted tea, but turns out she likes Earl Grey with milk. <laughs> huh. But like I said, you can have like edamame, let's say. You could have like a avocado sushi, or you could have... You have avocado. No. You have avocado right now. No. You can eat aguacates, and they will pulsate in your inside. Yeah, you're back to that eating business, where you? Mira. Yeah, Mira, I see the aguacate. Yeah, we could have it for breakfast tomorrow. Breakfast. Why not? You're having breakfast. She's so hungry. Mm. Um. Yeah, I'm having rice from leftovers, and we had we had sweet potato roll, we had avocado roll, we had tofu teriyaki. She had rice, and we had edamame. And we were walking, we squeezed it in before the fireworks, before the pulsated. I shall flash like lightning. And then after that, we flashed like lightning in the fireworks. Uh-huh. 
I shall flash like lightning, said the fireworks at the Kingston waterfront on 4th of July. I shall flash like lightning and burst like the rain-bearing clouds. And later on, it's supposed to rain, actually. And then I'm going to burst into rain-bearing clouds after. I flash like lightning. I shall flash like lightning and burst like the rain-bearing clouds from the furnace of my passion. Yeah, I'm trying to get um, a... Uh, uh, zeal and passion for the mystical path in this poetry. Zeal, extreme zeal and passion. With the energy of the sun in me, I'll generate the energy of the sun in me. I shall flash the like lightning and burst like the rain-bearing clouds from the furnace of my passion. During the lunar nights, I'll propel heat to the sun. Yeah, and then I can maybe give back energy uh, to the sun if I can generate it in me. Then I'll generate energy back to the whole universe. Really? That's almost, that's almost like... Um, During the lunar nights, I'll propel heat to the sun. I am neither married nor unmarried. Wait, I thought you were married, but at times you're unmarried, or... I am neither married nor unmarried. Well, when you're out of the body, uh, I suppose you you're... Huh? I'm both married and unmarried, though. Oh, that's nice. It's the salabon. Uh, she has the practical elements where she's able to adapt to the conditions and uh, make aguacates or avocados with salt. Oh, you have salt? That's very smart of you, Moore, to bring salt. I remember that uh, the uh, soldiers in the when the soldiers in the uh, in the Kessel in uh, Stalingrad they were craving salt. Uh, and we have salt. Uh-huh. Yeah, can I have some? Uh-huh. Oh, you have a... What's the... A, a, a spoon. This is called a spoon. What do you call it? Yeah. Oh. A spoon. Yeah. Mmm. So I will... Generate the energy of the sun by eating an avocado. Okay. Is that how you do it? No. Mmm. Is it bueno? Hmm. Huh. Yummy. Mmm. Hmm. Mmm. Nice breakfast. Hmm. I am neither married nor unmarried. I have a son to fondle in my arms. Uh, I'll have a son to fondle in my arms. Bula will sit in the house of the homeless and play on the, his flute. So I'm going to play my flute, I guess. Uh, do you have one? Or? 
Uh, I should have a flute now that he says he has one. Where's your flute? Do you have a tin whistle in the car? I'll propitiate nod my lord with magic and divination. Yeah, I'm just gonna, instead of propitiating the lord uh, with magic, I'm gonna just play the flute. Uh, well, huh? he may just be listening to the sound of the flute in meditation. To complete this podcast, I'll sing an enchanting song. Yeah, so I'm going to sing an enchanting song by reading the 98th poem of Felicia and win over the estranged lover. I should be able to win over estranged lovers. So, As I chant this magic ditty, yeah, I'm going to chant a magic ditty and win over the estranged lover. That's what this is. Where are you going? Are you going back to Carl? You want Davy Contigo? I think you need Davy. You go blink, 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 one, two, and then you... One, two, and then you... I think I'll just go with you. Because you have to have a magic ditty. It's a magic trick to open the trunk of the car. So, yeah, the the use of magic is actually just uh, helping people with technology. It is magic. It's a little hard to generate the heat of the sun if you're. Meditation is constantly interrupted by missile strikes from Putin and Ukraine, yeah. Oh, oh, you mean the physical world is constantly interrupting you with some sort of magic ditty? Yeah, that could be like just a, an alert on your cell phone. As I chant this magic ditty, I'll generate the heat of the sun. The black clouds serving as coal in my eyes, yeah. The dark clouds today are serving as coal in my eyes because it may rain later and and I and my and a lot of women want to go shopping for eye makeup. The wild winds as my white brows will with seven seas in my bosom. Yeah, he was obsessed with a lot of all the makeup that that women were wearing and stuff because he dressed up as a woman once. Oh, really? That is so weird. The stuff you read is so weird. The wild wind says my eyebrow with seven seas in my bosom. I'll burst like a cloud. Seated on the platform of the omnipresent. I'll play the tune of passion. My lover must come and take me in his arms, and thus I'll prove the female charm. See, here, there he goes. He's trying to use female charm to attract his master. I'll sing an enchanting song and win over my estranged lover. Seems he'll do anything to win back the master's love, including using female charm. Wow, that's nice. You should use that. Okay.